0: Hello and welcome to Story Mode, a video game podcast. I'm Keelan Simpson and I'm joined by Simon Evans and Jesse Munro and our special guest Al. In this episode, we discuss the Street Fighter 6 teaser and our initial impressions of Horizon Forbidden West. For more Story Mode, find us on storymodegaming.com and follow us on social media at Story Mode Oz. Enjoy!
1: Have you guys lost all your baby teeth? Are we meant to? Yes. yes. Should I call somebody? No. I don't think I have. Wait, okay. Okay. I don't I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, an expert on the on the tooth. Okay, I am not a dentist. I'll be the first to admit it. But your baby teeth. Is that like you get like one full set all how many teeth do you mean to have like 44? 32? 89? I don't More
2: know.
1: More than 5. More than 5, less than 10. Um Yeah. But... you to lose them all once?
3: Yeah. Yes. Oh shit.
1: I, like, are we meant to know?
3: Yes. I don't think like I want d- the. Right. Wait, wait. Just, does,
2: what we, does that mean we can you, we call uh, you Jesse Baby Tooth? Baby Babytooth. you are just calling Baby Tooth. Me. Calling baby tooth. <laughs> <laughs> call me the, whatever the hell you want, babe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> baby, baby Tooth Monroe sounds like an old like nineteen twenties gangster. Yeah, Baby Tooth. Exactly. Baby Monroe. It's Babytooth. Any excuse to do that accent, I love it. <laughs> we don't need a goddamn Another MLB switch game do we
3: no, Just hire us
1: Thank you Okado San oh. <laughs> I loved it, so, uh. oh, fuck, it was so good Burned in my head Now off the topic of teeth for once Lockie, You are yes. new to the Story Mode gaming game This is your first Story Mode podcast Lachlan, Absolutely. Tell us a bit about yourself Alright I'm Lachlan. Cancel the podcast. Anyone who's Thank got Patreon Thank you. Money with right. us, we were going to return it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the reason we keep... First and t- last easy. time. Dear, dear listener, Story Mode is made up of what? There's 10 of us now. Um, and when you listen to us and you're just like, why the fuck do they have Jesse, Simon, and Keelan on the show? A bunch of l- idiots doing New York accents for hey. 90 minutes. It's because, hey, forget about it, It's oh. because this is all we have in the roster. <laughs> oh,
2: so, ah, like, right, you, right, are, you are proper, actually
1: one of the, the more talented, talented and uh, storied gamesmen that I know. I well,
2: wouldn't say that. I don't but know many people. I, I'm definitely. Hmm?
1: I don't know many people.
2: Oh, true. Jesse doesn't That's leave the house much. He,
3: if he does, he gets mocked for his baby teeth.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, about myself. G'day, I, uh, I'm, I'm Lachlan, as you guys know. Uh, a lot of people call me L. I play, play a lot of Street Fighter. I play a lot of Street Fighter, Street Fighter V. Uh, and I actually ended up being the owner of one of Australia's largest, uh, Australia New Zealand's largest uh, fighting game discords with over a thousand people in it. Which focuses on Street Fighter. Uh, It focuses on just fighting games in general, mostly Street Fighter V. Uh, They held tournaments and all that type of stuff. Um, I don't play as much anymore because then I uh, started streaming and I got into uh, Celeste. I played a lot of Celeste. Celeste, a lot of Celeste. So good, though. It's so good.
1: Do you have a favorite watch Loki play Celeste?
3: Oh,
1: it's like hearing (laughs) the Beatles for the first time. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's mesmerizing. (laughs)
3: I think I think the best comparison would be like when when you first sort of learn how to play guitar or drums or something you know and you're like yeah I feel kind All of good banks. about this and you're feeling a little bit confident about how cool you are and then you watch a professional come in and just fucking destroy everything you've ever witnessed <laughs> and you're like <laughs> shit
1: <laughs> so Context here. <laughs> Lockie, Keel and myself used to work together, um, and we kind of all got into Hades at one point, which I think was a a bonding, bonding experience for us. Because I, I think I can't remember who it was. I think it was a. Uh, no, it was me who beat it the quickest. Um I just wanted to lay it out there. But uh, wait, uh, look, wait, got uh, we weren't we the quickest.
2: You just beat it in the, the fewest attempts to beat didn't beat it the quickest. I didn't beat the quickest. Okay. But the fewest attempts. attempts fair
1: enough.
2: Um, <laughs> Technicalities. Lucky
1: got really, really good at like doing meme runs and all that type of stuff. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to hmm. start playing Celeste. Trying to get me to play it. He would show me the most difficult nightmare level and be like, oh, yeah. And I played it for 17 hours on Sunday. I got, pro- I, I progressed one, one area. I was like, you, wh- why would I want to play this?
2: Because content. content. Because Why the, would the challenge I is in my life. The challenge so is so life, good.
1: Simon. <laughs> the challenge there is life.
2: Okay. I mean, there was w- one level that took me twenty-six <laughs> hours to beat. Like that's in-game time. Wow. Um, Damn.
3: Were you not?
2: And that's not because I'm good. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Were you doing um, seaside <laughs> on levels? Uh,
2: no, I wasn't doing the D sides. I was playing a thing called. Um, the Spring Collab. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and and it's just, it's a really good, really, really good mod. It's really approachable. So if you've beaten the base game of Celeste, this is like not even having to complete uh, Farewell, which is like the DLC for Celeste, yeah, right? Yeah. So don't even have to have beaten that. You, you can jump in at the beginner lobby, then there's an intermediate, advanced, expert, uh, and grandmaster lobby. And it is really, really fun. Um, and very long, very, very, very long. Little. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good times. I want to play it. I play, I play a lot of Celeste. I, I, I start to speedrun you Celeste. You've scared me away from a little bit, to be honest. Mm. No, no, it's, it's a, it's a really good experience and it's a very approachable game. It's, it is. Yeah, it's good. It's good fun.
3: Just the, the base game itself I, is just, it's really good. Actually, quite emotional mm. as well. Like the way it tells the story, yeah. it's really good. Um, it has some like really, really beautiful moments in it. It's absolutely a game that I highly recommend you pick up and play. Um, if it, if you have, oh, absolutely, catch it on sale, it's even more worth it. Uh, and of course, the dev team are all super lovely as well. I follow a couple of them on Twitter, and they're just some of the nicest people. And they're super proud of it. Also, you can get it. Um, you can get like an eight-bit version on a system known as the Pico 8 and you can also play the Pico 8 version in the full version of the game. So if you've got like a small little Ooh. handheld uh, you can just get a Pico 8 license and you can play through pretty much Celeste as a whole on the Pico 8 and it's really cool. It's really charming.
1: Now just to throw some heat into somebody else. That's some heat. I just want to ask you a question. Caelan, you've now had how long with your uh, PS5? Uh, like, uh, four days. Four days, yeah. How how are you finding it? Um, the console itself... We had a very in-depth drunk discussion about this a few nights ago.
0: (laughs) Yes, we Um, did. And I had a lot to say, Jesse. The console itself, for just a quick rundown, I had a really easy time setting it all up. Um, it was super easy using the app. Um I know you didn't like the app but I thought it was seamless and pain-free. Um I was up and running playing PS4 games in an instant. Like it was great. Like it was so painless. Um I've not had a chance to play any other PS5 games yet. Um but I think my favorite thing about this console it's just how quickly you can go from the console being off, fully off, completely off, oh, yeah. and then on playing a game. It's so quick. It's so easy. I love that so much. So I'm having a real good time with it so far. The console itself. Let me be specific. The console.
1: We'll That's get a- to everything else <laughs> soon because, Man. Um, I mean, look, it, this is our 102nd episode. You, we know Keelan's going to complain about like frame rates and stuff like that. That's your thing. So I'm on to you. But now I do want to, as much as I want to defend the PS5, being a Sony pony myself, um, I love how quick it is to resume games. Man, it's Dude, awesome. you need to come over and look at the Xbox quick resume. <laughs> whole, whole different game. Like literally a whole different game. Um, uh-huh. The speed with which, with which it does it and it's just exactly where you were. It doesn't matter how long the console's been off. I defied a burnout uh, paradise a few weeks ago didn't realize that i had paused the game just before i was about to crash into a wall so you fire it up bang oh shit <laughs> it was really good was really jarring it really reminded me that i quit out of fear of failure <laughs> and then the pretty pretty, pretty straight back into it like good stuff now let's get on to the, the news at hand because it's been a it's been an interesting interesting day oh yeah um some of you guys may have seen the the CapDom, cap 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 dom the are Capcom. Ooh. Yeah, the Dom with a hat on. Look at the hat on. Ooh, wow.
3: Um, they dominate The apps, Capcom <laughs> <slap>.
1: <laughs> countdown. <laughs> I had on their website, counting down to something. Everyone thought, oh, you know, it's going to be like a new Resident Evil thing. Blah, blah. Uh, no, it was obviously, it was always going to be Street Fighter Six. It was Street Fighter Six.
2: Hell yeah. hell yeah. Hence, mm-hmm.
1: while we brought on our Street Fighter expert, our L-expert, because L, uh, didn't, that didn't work at all. Ooh. What are your just opening thoughts on what you saw in the uh, in the trailer?
2: My the my initial thoughts mm. was man, that's a wide boy. Yeah. That is that is right. a wide boy. Right. Like, he's got some good They they Yeah, they, they took him they they took like he's meant to be like your your warrior Japanese dude. Mm. He's like obviously very strong, and they, they just they just took the, the transform tool and stretched him out a wee bit. Down with a thickness. And by a wee bit a lot. He's a, um, he's, a, he's a big boy. In
0: the words of uh, Big E, the wrestler, former WWE champion, just so you know. <laughs> is I this going to be would, a game? To be honest, I thought you were talking about the rapper. This, this is, this is going to be a game about a big meaty man slapping meat, okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's going to some meat slapping in this one. Now so: the- Sorry, we saw, we saw was a just Big say, Boy, but who was the other guy?
2: We saw, that's Luke. Uh, Luke is the latest addition to Street Fighter V. And when Luke was born into Street Fighter V, he was sold as this is the main character from Street Fighter Six, and he's going to be like Street Fighter Six character in Street Fighter Five. Okay. Oh. And so that- Like an early yeah, introduction. Odd. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. That so it's, was it it's, good? It's, yeah, he's top tier. He's a very good character. I think it would be kind of um, kind of
3: a shame if he wasn't top tier. Like that would have been quite yeah. funny. That seems really
1: jarring. That.
2: Uh, well, it's obviously not. They've Street Fighterized. Street Fighter Five arised him. So it, the, like he fits in Street Fighter Five. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, so the, an interesting thing, right, is in Street Fighter Five, Luke is quite young. He's got braces. He's obviously oh, in his teens. Okay, gotcha. And in Street Fighter Six, in that, um, that animation that they showed, he's got scars everywhere, his hair's longer and kind of grayed out a little bit. He's, he's got a five o'clock shadow type of thing. Like, they've aged him, which means one of two things. Well, obviously, it means it's, in, it's after Street Fighter V. But canonically, the furthest into the future Street Fighter game is Street Fighter III, Third Strike. That's the furthest and nothing has come after that, canonically, like in the timeline. Do you think this after will F- Street Fighter 3. Yes. Mm. That's Ooh, the thought. Is okay. that this is the first game post Third Strike. Well, I mean, you, um, think so you the
1: Shadow of Ryu. Does he have a beard?
2: Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah he's yeah. got a, he's got a bit of a beard. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, he's got the, the the things going on. You can get bearded Ryu in um Street Fighter Five. Oh, okay. I yeah. don't know that. Yeah. Now. Yeah, I look, like to call it sexy Ryu. I can That's see why. Thick.
1: Then we get th- thick and <laughs> sexy Ryu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Damn. Look, when it comes to fighting games, I the only one that I've really played is Tekken. I know Tekken has you know, has its lore.
2: Does Street Fighter lore run that deep? Uh look, it's got a it's got a story. It's got a villain. It's got multiple villains. And the, all of the games are interconnected, and everything's woven around. And like, honestly, I don't play fighting games for the story. No, fair. I just wanna, I just wanna beat on people and get beaten up. <laughs> so, if like you like
1: <laughs> beat up, you're gonna love Capdom. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh man, the safe um, Streeties. <laughs> Um, My favorite moment in the Street Fighter 5 story, just while we're on stories, is, you know, Zangief, the big Russian wrestler? Yes. Um, His his whole thing is muscle power. So he's (laughs) fighting this ninja girl with, like, this super sharp uh, katana that's cut through, like, planes and things. And uh, she comes in and it's like- Goes to cut him off and he goes, ha ha! And, like, about breaks off his chest. Hells yeah. Like, that's that's, 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 that's it. And it's just, On oh, man, that's it. Vanishes. Oh man, beautiful. Motherfucking Break a knife.
3: Bah. It's Actually, mm. I, I,
1: the one thing I want from this trailer is the ability to to, to like flex my toes. They're the close up. of his feet. He's got some little wooden shoes now, but they tense up a little bit. So it goes from. You know him clenching his fist like he's going to throw a punch, and then he he show his massive what I thought was a thigh at first, but it turned to be his bicep, and then there's a close-up of his foot.
2: It's like all right, and right. you got to appease the jury fans. It's
3: true, you got to appease
2: fits? the jury fans. I kind of re- I read joke. that as full
0: body control, full mastery over every muscle of his being.
1: That'd be good. I want that. So you think this is going to be like the. Uh, uh, a wall that that game that came out that was um, it's gonna be the skate to Street Fighter Five. <laughs> shit, Tony yes. Pro okay, you want full like flick the stick a little bit and his muscles tense up. You don't actually control him; yeah. you control the different muscles in his body.
3: What is this Quap? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, oh, God. <laughs> Street Fighter. Oh, Fighter Six. Yes,
2: damn Street Fighter Quap. Yeah, now look. Like, Nah, man. You're the Street Fighter 5 expert. What do you want from 6? What do I want from 6? That's a great question. There's a lot Thanks, of... Like, there's a lot of... You know, the leader <laughs> here. You love to see it. Um, but no, like... this. All the Street Fighters have had their thing, right? So Street Fighter 3 Third Strike had this like cool parry mechanic where you could parry literally anything. And if you mastered that, you could you didn't have to block, right? Well that's the idea. Where like in usually when you're in the air, you're vulnerable, but you could parry in the air. So you could, you know, mix up you know your, your offense and defense. And it was really, really cool. And then uh Street Fighter Four had the the focus attack. Mm. We'd press uh, medium punch, medium kick, and you'd kind of charge up. and Then it became the – you could dash cancel out of uh, special moves to spend me to make things safe, push your offense harder, uh, and then they added red focus cancels and all these other things. And then Street Fighter V, they gave every character a V skill and a V trigger, um, which is, you know, their character defining traits, their comeback mechanics, all those things. I'm just really keen to see what the the, the thing is for Street Fighter Six. Uh, th- that I, I just want to know what that is. I don't care what it is. I just want to know what's going to define this game. What's going to make it different to all the other Street Fighters? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Not, just, not necessarily a gimmick.
1: Yep. I mean, but- it may- or maybe it'd be like seafood. When you get older,
3: and that's why that's why Ryu's so old in that little trailer. Is he's just lost four fights in a row. Guys, so we already, we, we literally just came up with what the gimmick we is. We just spoke about it's
1: it. It's Full body control.
3: Come on. It's quap, yeah. <laughs>
1: quap fighter. Well, I mean, I, um, I, I would love that because this whole trailer had a real esports vibe about it. And you could tell they're mm, making this game man, to me. Man, it was you know, hype. huge competitive. It really was. Fucking, hype. Even the logo, the logo was framed like really well octagon? because you could see that. Yeah, you could see that on Boston
2: hexagon. Yeah.
1: You know, a poster or whatever for some esports tournament. Mm. Crazy. No, I want yeah. that level of control to uh, level off control to really see the experts go at it. Oh my
0: god! Commentary yeah. from Joe Rogan. Yes, that's the gimmick for Street Fighter Six. Done it. Oh no! The, you can mail the check to me, Capcom. Thanks.
1: Uh,
2: you no. You're something
1: <laughs> I haven't and shit like that. <laughs>
2: oh man! Oh dear! But, but I'm just really, I'm just really keen to see it. To be honest, so I. I what I want is I, I want it to be a game that's approachable so people who don't play fighting games get in, get into it. But, <laughs> you know, it, you don't want to go too far as to do even, be more like, to be even, to do more like.
1: Yeah. Too much hyperbicture. <laughs> <No.
2: laughs> You've gone off the rails. You
1: brought up no, the no, ins- no. Like, you, of- you- it's like a...
2: Sorry, I was just being a bit silly. Uh, the, no, you don't want it. To, you don't want to go too far where there's no depth to it, mm, yeah. right? You want you want to go into a place where people can enter the game and go, "Cool, this is kind of fun. Um, it's, it's easy to pick up. Oh, look, I can do a combo. That's great." But you want to give characters more depth and flexibility uh, and you want there to be difficult aspects that not everyone can do. And I think that's one of the really cool things about Luke in Street Fighter Five is he has like a kind of an easy mode that you can play him as, but then to play him at a higher level that requires a bit of execution, requires an understanding of the character and your options. So he has a, a charge mechanic. So when you do his specials, you can press it once and it'll, and it, you know, that's a special, but if you hold down the button, you can charge it, charge it up to two different levels past that. Right. And if you charge it too far, it won't combo, but if you charge it just enough, you get extra damage. You get extra juggle properties, those type of things where it requires a lot of practice and thought and training to go into it. So that, that's the type of thing that I want to see in street fighter six, not specifically that mechanic, but things that take characters to a higher level than just being able to, to play them. Where if you understand the character, if you understand the mechanics, you'll be able to play it at a much higher level than someone who's just picked up the game. That's what I want to see.
1: See, when it comes down to breaking a game like that, when I when I first met Locke, and he's like, oh, you know, I play, I play a few video games. I like a bit of Street Fighter. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. And then he's like, oh, I'll, I'll explain to you how much I like Street Fighter. Anyway, an hour and a half later, and he's like, oh, you know, <laughs> If you like, if you press this button like four fifths out uh, after you've done this combination, and you when his knees just started about to lift, and you jump under, you can. Co- I'm like, what are you? Ta- what language are right. you talking? I know these right. words, but not in the structure. It's terrifying, <laughs> but then I've seen him put into practice. I'm like,
3: oh, it's so fun. Oh, I'm dumb. Okay, it is so <laughs> okay. fun. Like talking to fighting game fans, and I mean like proper fighting game fans, not Smash Bros. Smash Bros. isn't a fighting game. Um, <laughs> I want it to be, but it's Interact. not. <laughs> it's,
1: Look, I, I, I'm with you, buddy. It's it's a party come on,
3: game. I'm um, bad at it. Yeah, but you're bad at Mario Kart <laughs> as well, which means you're just bad at games. So Oh it's just like, "What
1: <laughs> the fuck is this? boy happening?" <laughs> <laughs> Holy
3: shit! Damn. Like, oh. Anyway, um, but yeah, like it's it's absolutely one of my favorite things because um, a guy that I work with, like a really good good mate, he's been sort of in the fighting scene on and off a bit over the past couple of years and he was really into Tekken for a while and just listening to the way fighting game fans talk about like some of the techs that they do and it's like yeah so you want to block in the latter half of the first frame to make sure that there's not too much of a delay getting out your counter attack because then you can jump over but you've got to make sure that you land on the like last second of the Sixth frame because your punch comes out quicker at that point. And just all of this complete rubbish to anyone else. But if you have even the faintest understanding, you're like, that sounds like the most complicated shit in the world. And it's like, yeah, it is. Until you get used to it, then it's super easy, and you yeah. just muscle memory it the whole time, and you just don't yeah. even think about it. It's wild. I've always to me. felt
1: like um, fighting games is like uh, it's much, of, very much a forgotten genre. I think with a lot of gamers. Um but ever since been in lock and you know, you introduced me to a bunch of like videos and, and streamers and stuff like that I've, I've checked out. It's such like a wholesome side of gaming. It's like, you know you guys may be street and fighting, the- but we street love
3: you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant people. There is a small but That's very it, the dedicated. Awesome. Like very dedicated yeah, corner. Great for it and I love it I love Mm. it so much like it's just so much fun just to watch Mm. because the last fighting game I ever really sort of put any effort into was Street Fighter 4 on the 3DS because that was a launch game and that was like (laughs) one of three (laughs) games that used Street Pass and I was like fuck yeah there's a Comic Con coming up I'm gonna take this over that was good that was a good time but I was so shit at Street Fighter 4 on the 3DS (laughs) I'm not (laughs) good at fighting but I loved it
1: after Loki like yelled at me (laughs) multiple times, Basically. I actually went to EB games, I picked up a copy, came home, loaded it up, and it's like, you know, pick your region. I'm like, oh, this is too complex, I never came back to it. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was like, after uh. all these questions at the start, and I had like this weird blue screen. It's the same sort of panic I had when I was playing uh, Final Fantasy 14. And it told me, it asked me to pick which server I want and I couldn't see Australia, but also none of the other places were places on earth. <laughs> Like well, okay, <laughs> I'm looking for Australia, but I think I'm looking for Australia. I'm panicking here. <laughs> There's one place called like Osmosis and shit. I'm like, I don't know what yeah. any of this means. But to be fair, like I just said, with Street Fighter I actually had the country that I just panicked. I don't like maps.
3: <laughs> well, Final Fantasy fourteen does <laughs> now have oceanic servers and they have updated that screen, so it is way more yeah, but what's it called? Um What's it, the
1: Oceanic server called? Materia, I believe. That doesn't make it wide. No, no, but it actually, it's, it says, it says
3: Oceania it's like the region. And then within that, it says Materia as the actual data center. And then you've got the individual servers that you can pick from there. So they have absolutely made that a lot easier to follow. But yes, I remember doing the same thing when I first booted up Final Fantasy 14 and going, shit, which one did Len pick? I think Len picked, uh, Phoenix. Fuck it. Yeah. Phoenix sounds cool. I'll go for Phoenix. Yeah, phoenixes are cool. And that was it. That was my thought process behind my first server on Final Fantasy (laughs) XIV.
1: They like how we managed to take Street Fighter conversation back to Final Fantasy XIV.
3: If there's ever an option, I will take it. Such is the natural order. are Are
1: you a fighting game fan,
0: Kills? I'm not really a fighting game kind of person. But what Lachlan's describing there, like taking something that is incredibly complex, leaving it super complex, adding more depth to it, but also adding an element on top of that to make it accessible to casual people. Like, that's great. I just want to play the games because I like the graphics. (laughs) I like how fluid (laughs) everything is, and I like um, the Mm. stories that they tell because they're so concise generally because not a lot of effort is put into campaign modes of uh, fighting games. Fucking dig it. It's great. That's what I do to Street Fighter (laughs) 5.
1: That's what I like to.
0: If take you in. ever
2: want a a, a really in depth story, that's just ludicrous and uh, by Blaz blue, That's an anime mm. fighting game oh, where, yes. and the story is intense. Not not in like a the, the story is intense. There's a, there's just a lot going on. There's various time travels. Every character is kind of every other character or one character's sister or mother. It's nuts. Sounds like an
3: anime um, show or something.
2: Yeah. Or oh, it's, it's, I mean, that's
3: what it is. Yeah.
2: It's oh. super duper shonen. Um, but yeah, even just go, go watch a, a video that explains it. It's probably going to be like five hours long <laughs> and you're going to have to watch it three or four times just to, to comprehend what's going on. But man, that's, that's a story.
1: My experience with Blue and this really shows how simplistic my lizard brain is, is I remember writing an article about it on storymodegaming.com and I kept writing Blaze Blue and I had to go back and correct it all. And it pissed me off and I vowed to never play the game again. Or never to play the game. <laughs> That's how simple my brain is. That's it. Um, now, just yes. to move on slightly from Street Fighter, that was known only reveal as part of this whole countdown business. Um, Capcom Fighting Collection which is an anthology of 10 classic titles, will be coming to PS4, Nintendo Switch, PC, and Xbox One on June 24th. That collection will be made up of Darkstalkers, Darkstalkers, the Night Warriors, Night Warriors, Darkstalkers Revenge, I love that flopping name, Vampire Savior, the Lord of Vampire, who's naming these games? Vampire Hunter 2, Japanese Darkstalkers guys. Revenge, yeah. Vampire Savior 2, the Lord of Vampire, red earth cyberbots full metal madness hell yeah super gem fighter mini mac mini mix super puzzle fighter 2 turbo hyper street fighter (laughs) to hyper street fighter 2 fuck i feel like i'm picking a uh, data center in final fantasy again Um, (laughs) 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 off those games has, has anyone played any of them
2: I have played Hyper Street Fighter 2.
3: That is the one I am familiar with. I haven't played it, but I know of it. I've got to ask, Mm. genuinely, what is with Capcom and Street Fighter 2? Like, I swear that game gets, like, new additions, revisions, um, expansions. Like, every console generation at this point, it is wild. And I'm like, we're on Street Fighter 5 now, guys. It's okay. You can let Street Fighter 2... Just die quietly and peacefully like the old retired man it is. What is with that? Can I, can I yeah. just
1: bring a point up?
3: If you say Nintendo as a whole. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Nintendo as I a ag- whole. <laughs> <Okay>. I agree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At least Capcom's giving well, us ways to play them still. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Nintendo. That's true. Mm,
0: mm,
3: yeah,
2: that's, mm, mm. Clowns. Uh, clowns, I tell you. There's five Street Fighter 2s.
0: I just think it's a like a really solid game. Like it's a it's a really solid game. I don't know why it need to be released five
3: times, but I understand why no Tekken 3 baby they kept it alive. It's a good game. That, that's the thing. Like, yeah, it is a good game. And definitely, you know, bring ports over or, you know, maybe slightly remastered versions and stuff, but with all of the different fucking names for this game, I just don't understand. Which one's the definitive version now? I I don't know, because like Street Fighter 2 Turbo is better in some regards. Street Fighter 2
1: Vampire to- Darkstalk is <laughs> Vampire the Lord of Vampire. It's <laughs> be
3: the best. Protector of
2: the Vampire Lord. <laughs> Arcade edition.
1: <laughs>
3: um,
1: but yeah, we're going to get more Street Fighter news uh, and reveals mm. later on this year, um, and we'll be sure to go through that. But let's move on to um, the, the biggest game release of the year thus far. We are knee-deep interview season. We've got Elden Ring coming out later on this week. But, of course, talk about Horizon Forbidden West. Um, that came out, what, last last Friday. I've put about five ten hours in. A lot of exploring. I actually haven't progressed the story all, uh, all that much. Um, Keelan, you're playing as well. Now, Locke um, and Sai have yet to play the new one, but they are currently playing, or have played, at least parts of Zero Dawn. So, don't stress, we're going to keep this relatively um, spoiler free. Uh, It won't be anything. I'll I'll make sure to avoid, like, you know, uh, plot points and stuff like that when we discuss it. Hmm. Um, But if you don't want to hear anything at all, go to another one of our episodes on uh, Spotify and iTunes. Give that a go. Just pretend you time traveled or something. Uh, And we'll probably do a spoiler cast about the game in a few weeks' time. Now, Keelan. I, I know I've known you for a long time. I know this look in your eye. You're charging up for something. Okay, I'm going to let you go first because I, I can't, we can't end the show on on a on a on a negative. So I'm going to let you get the the toxic bile that builds up in your heart, sir, spew forth.
0: So I want to point something I, out to the what do we call what, what do we call our <laughs> listeners? The story mode universe. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that works.
1: <So laughs> universe, you have you have.
3: You should hey, come. That, that oh, is ambitious. Jesse,
0: it's called the universe because there's only one person in it, okay? Anyway. The universe. What, uh, I get it. Yeah, thank oh, you, luckily. Oh, yeah, there Christ. you go. You. <laughs> oh, it's like I just saw
1: my own car crash. Whoa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At least someone appreciates my sense of humor. This is what
1: must feel like to wake up during surgery.
0: <laughs> okay, so now I'm going to point something out to all of our listeners. That I'm not allowed to, to dislike games apparently. <laughs> I'm not allowed to. If I say anything bad about games, I get shat on by Jesse. Jesse can say bad le- things about games all the himself. time. He's learning. But but we're not allowed to rebuke him his points or anything like that, not at all. But if I say anything negative about <laughs> games, oh you fucking idiot. Go back to your fucking PCs, blah 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 on and on and on. So on and That's so forth. Wild, okay? Man. So listen to me guys.
1: Why isn't this Doom? This? I want to play Doom. Listen, listen. This is a good. What?
0: This is a good game. This is a. This Hell is a good yeah. game. Cut the podcast. I, I don't. I, I don't the I, there's a lot wrong with this game, <laughs> and the um the primary thing for me, from my perspective, for a sequel, it does everything that a sequel should, but at the same time, does not equal what that should. B, if that makes sense. It takes the sequel, the, the the original game, and it makes it bigger and it makes it better and it proves on every single aspect of it. But in doing so, it doesn't create something that's greater than the sum of its parts or infinitely greater than the the game that preceded it. And that I think that is my main point. Issue that I have right now There are lots of other things that are problematic for me Things like performance My game locked up earlier And I was running at like 15 frames per second For no apparent reason I needed to restart my PS5 um, It's got tech problems That'll be addressed in patches at some point um, I, you know, I how I feel about frame rates and stuff And that has a that has a big effect on me um, But there's also other little things That are really getting to me That's making me sort of like oh. It's almost like I'm pulling teeth by continuing to play this game, and the primary thing, Jesse, um, besides the janky um, um, climbing, it's still not great, the stupid control schemes where
2: sometimes no, just, just sorry sorry, did you pronounce the bean climbing? I don't know <laughs> did, you, did you say that the, the- I, <laughs> I don't know, did I? <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: Lachlan, to, 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 to make it clear I do have a different accent to you guys And we pronounce words a little bit differently For example, uh, where I'm from We don't pronounce, you know the little round fruit lychee You call them lychees, we don't call them that We call them yeah. lychees, okay I'm not wrong, you're not wrong okay. either So, here we go no. I, I here he's calling me, them One time Keelan as said, well. said
1: lychee to me I just froze up, I do not know what. I panicked <laughs> I'm like 5% wrong for like 30 years...
2: What? <laughs> so, I just you'd mm. cool. Um, Sorry, continue. Clearly.
0: <laughs> the, this is putting aside the janky climbing mechanics and the weird sort of button presses. Sometimes to jump, you have to press X, but other times to jump, you have to press circle, and sometimes you don't have to press anything at all other than a direction pad. I don't understand it. Um, it's Aloy. <laughs> She's a dick. And <laughs> she is... Really frustrating in that she is constantly pointing out solutions to puzzles before you have even looked at the puzzle itself. Before you've even had a second to look at the environment to analyze your surroundings, she points it what out. What mode to you. are
1: you like, playing on? Because there's multiple all normal, modes of like
0: all default, regular,
1: normal. I didn't change a single setting. Um, okay, go into your settings. There is one, um, there's an option for like explore or something like that. It's not difficulty. But basically how much the game will hold your hand uh, to point it's, stuff out. I changed mine to be a little bit more, you know, a bit more thought to it, it. It's that. Um, give that a go. That, that uh, could help you out. Um,
0: it's, it doesn't change the voice prompts. Um, the other thing is every time, like, I'm sort of hunting one of these animals, she's like, oh, I should probably find a cauldron to see if I could... Get it to, to take over the machine. She says that every single time I encounter the specific type of machine, and it's really frustrating because I will get there when I want to get there. So the character I, is sorry, grating on se- me greatly. One second.
1: As somebody who, on their first play of Zero Dawn, didn't do the cauldrons until the end, I welcome it. In Zero Dawn, they're really, really easy to overlook. Um, Especially if you mainline narrative, like I usually do in games, I don't, I don't really do too much side stuff. I, I get if I get wrapped up in a narrative, I just mainline. It not get into it. it. Forces
0: you to go to a cauldron in the first game, but at some point, that's too much for me. Like I, I, I don't want to be spoon fed everything. It's an open world game for a reason. It should give you the option to approach things how you want without constant like twittering in your ear about where to go. It's like the Zelda thingo that's constantly telling hey, you, to listen." listen. Exactly. So,
2: Like, that's what you're talking about with that not telling you what to do. That's what I loved about Breath of the Wild. Yeah, exactly. It like didn't tell you what to do.
0: It just let you go.
2: Yeah, I feel like...
0: Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, again, this is not a bad game. In fact, it's a good game, like a very good game, because the nuts and bolts are so solid. Man, the, there's nothing better than encountering a new dinosaur and having to figure out how you're going to beat it with the weapons that you have on hand. That is just such a freaking visceral thrill, and they're dangerous as well because you lose health so easily, and they can they can hit you with, like, one hit, and three-quarters of your health bar is gone. It's so thrilling to do that. It's my favorite the thing.
1: fucking birds. Those goddamn birds. They are so strong. Oh, God. Also, I killed again, my first one you, earlier if today. If you don't want to hear what sort of animals and dinosaurs there are in the first few hours of the game. Take your headphones out. There are kangaroo robots in this game. There are kangaroo robots. There are goddamn kangaroo that spit fire.
0: What? A, it's a, <laughs> such a stunning variety of robots, man. Honestly. It, oh, my God, it's, it's so awesome. good.
1: It's so good. It's um, awesome. There's 40, 40 different bots in this game. And, look, if anything, else, if anything can beat the kangaroo robot, I will. I will eat my hat. I'll eat Aloy's weird headpiece. What What do you think of the dialogue and the,
0: I guess, cutscenes, etc., that are in the game and the side quests? Way
1: better than the first. Huge Way better step than the first. first.
0: It's a huge. I step think up. some of
1: the facial animations are really good. However, the the mouth movements are not in sync. But like Ooh. the animations around the eyes and stuff like that, really good. Uh, I really like the cast of characters I've met so far as well. I love. There are some returning faces um, from the first game, especially my, my good mate with the mohawk. Uh, what's the name? Erend. Erend. The guy is from Jersey. Big fan of him. <laughs> he's back. He's my boy. Um, but also, introduction of, of new, new characters, which, look, is getting a little bit confusing. There are a lot of tribes introduced really quickly at one point. And it did get a little bit jarring. Like, okay, I need to work out There's, who's who. And there is clear visual design in uh, the cutscenes where you can yes. decipher who's who. However, when you're running around, the game is, and look, not just characters, but also in the environments, it's stacked. There's a lot of stuff happening. It's, it's visually messy at times. Yeah. Um, Dense. Which can be a, a little bit annoying, but there are some parts where, the especially the foliage and stuff like that, is second to none. It is beautiful. Um, one thing that's bugging me about this, this is a very kind of off the side thing, is in Zero Dawn, this is something that I've been, I've been prattling on all year. Chicken whistle? Because, I don't know. Well, yes. Yeah. I, can't, I can't whistle either. Just forgot out the whistle. Um, <laughs> in, in Zero Dawn, I really like the nighttime lighting. When it's nighttime and everything is illuminated by the full moon, the yes. game is beautiful. I haven't had that yet. It's quite dark. I'm like, has it just not been night yet?
0: I've been through one night. I don't, I don't, it's dark.
1: It's a really weird thing. But see, I, I I used to love seeing the full moon in that game reflecting off the machine part, and it looked it, it looked magical. This game doesn't have that. What what I um, recommend, it does has some very cool locations.
0: What I recommend is waiting for like a clear night or something, Jesse, because that cloud system does sort of affect some of the lighting as well. So hopefully you'll still be able to see some of that cool visual style. I need that.
1: I need that. It's real good. Now, a big change in the game is the combat. Actually, look, let me take a step back because um, you kind of gave your overall thoughts there. I agree with you. This is a very sequel because it takes everything from the first game and everything is improved. Yes. Now, Zero Dawn is one of my favorite games ever made. Forbidden West I am adoring so far. I absolutely love it. But yeah, up to this point, again, things can change. Nothing feels different and kind of brave. But it's also like, well, you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. Sometimes a sequel should just be a sequel. No. That's what it feels like. Melee um, has been... I still don't like it. You got no. light attacks, you got heavy attacks, you got charge attacks, but you don't feel any impact from those attacks. So you whack a, a kangaroo bot and your thing just kind of goes through them and it's like, oh, do, okay, do there's you no have, heft
0: to it. Do you have the Resonator Blast ability? Yes. Yeah. Which, look,
1: there are some abilities and stuff that help out, but I, I'm still picking my my bow and arrow because running, like you said, working out the weaknesses of a... Uh, off a machine, scoping out its its weak parts. And oh my god! You can highlight certain points yes. of them now. The, look, the little quality of life improvements in this game. are uh, I love them. Things I wouldn't even thought of. Like you could now fast travel from a campsite to another campsite without having to make a fucking travel bag or whatever they were called. Your, your the resources you collect, if you can't carry them, they automatically go to your stash. And then you can go to your stash and one button will fill your main resources. Every open world game needs this. I, I love how yeah. you,
0: you say that as a positive, but to me, that just makes me think,
1: what the fuck, do, why do I need to do
0: all of this to begin with then? Like, oh, uh, it's, it's tedious to me because it's just more management and I have to go to a specific place to do management of my inventory. And that... That bugged me, to be honest. I don't think it's necessary.
1: Yeah. Um, I really like all the new ways of getting around as well. You yep. have like a, a zip line. I can't. The, what What is it called? The pool caster? Yes. Pool caster, you have a, a glider. It lesser, it's not really a, um, a Breath of the Wild type glider. Mm. It's more of a soft
0: parachute. Yeah, stop you from You're dying from, distance. from a yeah. high distance kind of thing.
1: Um, but it makes traversal really dynamic and also the swimming. Now I don't have the breather pack yet. And judging from the trailers, you need a breather where you can stay underwater, um, for as long as you want. But I've had, I get around this without spoiling anything. I've had a very tense escape in the water and it was cool. It was really cool. Um, it, this whole game has that Sony feel to it. You know what I mean? Like you get those the escapes feel a lot like Uncharted or probably more so Last of Us because they're a little bit grittier. Um, I don't know. Overall, overall, I'm 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 loving this, but yeah, it just feels safe.
0: Uh, it does feel safe, but I wish I was loving it. Like there are so many reasons to love it, Jesse. There's so much about it that is really good, but there's so much to me that is just making me really really struggle the characters um and their dialogue and the inconsistencies around that climbing all that kind of stuff sorry like i said it again um the
1: (laughs) to give you an example (laughs) um, keelan keelan he can know okay
0: (laughs) to give you an example there are Um, you can get into different types of dialogue. And in some dialogue, you can press X and it will skip that specific line. And I love doing that because I don't need to know everything. It can be really, really tedious watching them um, ham ham act the the lines out and stuff, um, depending on the character. Um, Then in other conversations, you can't skip line by line. You either skip the entire conversation... Or you sit through it all. Like you don't get a choice. And it doesn't distinguish between those two. Like it's not like in main story missions, you can only skip through um, the entire thing. And in side missions, you can do uh, line by line. It's just, it it doesn't make sense. So there's stuff like that quality of life things, which to me would make sense because I don't... The game doesn't respect your time a lot, to be honest. There's a lot of shit on the map. There's a lot of things to do. There's a lot of dialogue. There are a lot of dialogue options and dialogue trees. It all takes a very long time. I don't really have that much time and I want to be able to skip through the stuff that I don't think that doesn't appeal to me as much. But I still want to do the content to get the rewards because it'll help me in the long run in playing the game. So anyway, that is frustrating me a lot and it's making me feel like... I shouldn't be putting as much time into this game. Maybe that will change. Now that the game is opened up, um, I think it's going to be a lot a lot more different to what it was in that initial starting open world section.
1: Yeah, I will say, like, and, and Simon and Locke, you would agree with this, the first few hours of uh, Zero Dawn are kind of... Eh, they're, they're not bad, but they're not great, kind of nothingness. This doesn't have that problem, but still, it does get a lot better. It takes a moment for it to free you up. And once you're freed up, it's like, okay, this is a different game.
3: Yeah, um, because I'm only... you just have
1: to notice how different, like, the landscapes are. There are some areas in this map. So, the Zero Door map is pretty samey. You have your grass area, your snow area, your desert area. To me, there's only one noticeable uh, different place, and that's north of the first grassy area where the city is. Uh, and you have all these skyscrapers, and mm. it looks amazing. It's my one of my favorite areas in the game. I've already run into places that memorable. I've run into three or four already. Um, Reminds me of kind of like Ghost of Tsushima. When you go through like ah, you know, the, the yellow forest, it's mm. like, wow, this is incredible. The gold, all the gold trees nice. and leaves. Uh, there is a, a farming village in this game, um, and it's been... As you've seen in the trailers, there's uh, one of the new threats is called Blight, which is just these plants, these, like, noxious weeds, and overgrown the farming area. So you have these really uh, complex shapes of paddocks, and some of them are red, and some of them are green, and there's people trying to work on them and stuff. And just from a high vantage point, you look down, and it looks looks amazing. Mm. It reminds me of when you see the... uh, Remember when you first saw the salt fields in uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Oh North yes, Island and and people. It reminded me of that, and I love that area. Uh, so I'm really liking the design there. Sorry, Simon, you were saying.
3: Uh, just, um, I'm only, I'm only like literally just past the very opening bit of uh, Zero Dawn. Like I just watched the time skip cutscene, the, the training montage. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I'm still very, very early on in the game.
1: Yeah, you're a lot earlier than
3: I expected. Yeah. Well, I, I spent like a good 40 minutes today just playing around with the settings, trying to get the game to be, you know, more playable, more more than 20 frames per second. Mm-hmm. I even put everything down to the lowest setting, and it's still just like 25 frames per second at most, and it's really... Really, I feel that the P- that, really that's intuppable. a PC issue. Because
1: that can't be yeah. right.
0: Yeah, no, that is 100% something happening on your side, Simon.
3: Yeah, I know, it's just a matter of I've, I've got to figure out what it is. And, you know, I changed mm-hmm. a couple of Windows settings and uh, maybe I just need a bit of a restart and flush, you know, any any issues. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's a shame because, like, also the control scheme, I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. Um, C to toggle crouch. Eh, I know it's relatively standard, but I don't like it. I prefer control for pressing left control, and then having dodge and jump be two very separate buttons. I'm not a fan of. I like. I would like you know there to be an in-game trigger, which is when you are in combat, your space bar does the the combat dodge, does the roll to dodge out the way. I'm not going to be in the middle of combat and just jump up horizontally in the air for the sake of it. There's no point to pressing the space bar. So I've had to remap the Dodge because I think it was on um
1: play it on console if it's gonna be this much of a headache.
3: Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> there is actually that sort of thought in the back of my head. I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I should have just bought the bought it on console. 100%. Like, plug
1: your controller but, in
3: dude. <laughs> yeah.
1: The game was made for a controller. Yeah. Uh,
3: it's yeah, made with controller. Alright, um okay. Uh, if sorry. if you recommend then uh, yeah I'll I'll use the best uh, best controller on the market.
1: Look, robot <laughs> dinosaurs,
3: what are your thoughts?
2: I loved the idea. That my problem with Horizon was I had just come off my own completion of um, Legend of Zelda.
0: Oh.
2: Breath of the Wild.
0: What are you like games
2: I, that was? I, what I was, the what was
0: I understand.
2: I I had just put hundreds of hours into that game. I'd done everything that I'd wanted to do in the game. I hadn't hundred percent of it, I'd done everything that I had wanted to do. I was done. I was fulfilled. And then I spent a couple of days. I was like, there's now a hole in my heart that is Breath of the Wild shaped. And someone suggested Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm like, All right, I'll give it a shot. And I played for a few hours. I'm like, hmm, this seems like it'll be a really fun game. Not for me right now. Uh, I, I just couldn't get into it. The same thing happened with me in, in The Witcher. I'm like, I played it and I'm like, this seems like it'll be a really fun game. I just don't have the time or energy to put into this. And it, just, I just never picked it back up. I want RPGs either
1: have to hit you straight away or you need to be completely in the right mindset for them. Um, I l- Luckily, I'm very much in the right mindset for Horizon. I don't know if I will be for Elden Ring in a few days, also because I'm going to be shit at it. <laughs> uh, I just don't have that much enough bandwidth for both games. Yeah, but look when you when you get back into Zero Dawn because I I will say Zero Dawn's narrative, one of my best, one of my favorite storylines in the game. I love it. I think it's really it well thought great. out.
2: Um, it
1: is very sci-fi and speaking. second.
2: So I was just going to say. Speaking of you know playing it again and and uh, startup times of the PS5, I'd have to start up my like original PS4. uh, you know, oh. I'm sure there's going to be updates to Horizon. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's going to it's going to take like hours. Yeah, you're going to have like <laughs> one minute long
0: load times. To me, that's enough and to just turn it off and never never put it back on.
2: Again. It's going to be a very dense game. Look, I mean, are you talking about Zero Dawn or from Middle West? All right, this is actually my question. If if I skipped the first one and went straight to the second one, would I be okay? Look, just watch a, watch like yep. a YouTube breakdown of the story and you'll be fine. Yep. Like, you, look,
1: I I would say you're missing out though because the the big reveals in Zero Dawn they land; those punches land really well. It's so um, worth
0: it, Lachlan. Yeah. But the, the um, Forbidden West does do a pretty good job of explaining everything that happened, but it loses a lot of that impact.
1: So I, I would yeah, recommend it, playing. It boils it. down to a few things. Like to be fair, the break in the side of the game was quite nice. It mm. was it was succinct. So as somebody who's played it, I'm like, okay, cool. I forgot about these little notes. Um, but yeah, these are my favorite play, play Zero Dawn in, in its entirety. Now, yeah. I mean, I know people who have finished Forbidden West and a lot of them are saying, look, the story beats hit, hit as hard in this one, but they get weird. And the word weird is very powerful to me. <laughs> I want this <laughs> game to get fucking you want weird. weird. Yeah, you, If yeah. you have robot dinosaurs... And you're saying, "Oh, it gets weird." I'm, I'm in. You're the game of Kangaroo Robots, and it gets weird.
0: I'd strongly recommend you guys just mainline the main story of Zero Dawn. Um, it hits real hard, and like when you when you mainline it, the pacing is just on point. It's good. You never get bored. It just gives you those like breadcrumbs and reveals at the perfect moments.
1: So. It's That's a really good. Game. My own biggest personal complaint about Forbidden West. Now, I know for a lot of people this actually be a strength, but to me, just the way I play games, um, it, it 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 bug it's bugging me a little bit. But again, it's more for me problem. I think when a narrative really gets me in like I really bite into it, I I need to mainline the story. I don't give a shit about anything else. I would just do main quest, main quest, main quest something happens relatively early on this game that got me and I'm like, Oh, okay. I need to find out more about this. And I've tried to do that. And now I've got to a point where it's like, I cannot go further. Holy shit. This is getting hard. Um, Now I'm playing on hard, but even, even then I'm, I'm, I'm having to stop. I'm like, okay. All right. Game wants me to slow down here. I've been told by a lot of people to play it slow. And you're know, kind of like you know, smell the flowers, smell the blight covered flowers. And I'm doing that. I've gone kind of back to the starting areas. I'm finding, you know, there are now, uh, you know, old ruins that you can explore. There's a lot more puzzles I'm finding. Um, so you find old, old ruins from, you know, our times, I guess. And it will be like a hotel and you could find a key card. If you do a few little environmental things and you open up an area, you get a bunch of resources. is cool. Even, um, finding tall necks. So in Zero Dawn, you find a tall neck to unlock the map. You kind of climb up from the environment. You jump onto it. You're good. I'm finding this. Just, little, just little
2: quickly. Are we are we like tall neck bottles or like <laughs> brachiosauruses? The bracky. Okay. The not like find a all like, like yeah, this is what I need.
3: This, well, this
2: animal, is. Animal <laughs> be smashed drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Um All right, cool, this, cool, this, cool, this is this is a really weird dream.
3: She's actually just you know in a hotel room pissed off her face hammered Completely I like that
2: off century old beer um, <laughs> yeah.
1: but you, know, you do these like little environmental puzzles to climb the tonic so um there's one area where there is a a radar dish, and I need to work out how to actually turn it on and and maneuver it into the right position so I could go onto it and then jump onto the the tunic and unlock you know, the map for that area. I'm like, okay, that's.
3: Oh, I thought you just that's yeah. cool. That's a bit. bit I thought bit you more just some radios. Really nice. You just wanted to unlock Triple J.
1: Unlock Triple J. Okay. I want to hear that, the Huddle's yeah. 100. I want to hear the Wiggles. Um, yeah. Oh
3: yeah. <laughs> now, hey my boy Kieran, Tom how,
1: how far are you into this game? Without kind of giving too much away here. Um,
0: I'm about where you are. Jesse, but I have done Okay, so you've i am doing every single side quest. I've done every single side quest in that tutorial area and I'm continuing so to do so.
1: You know who quote unquote they are, right?
0: As in the
1: We'll keep it for the spoiler cast in that case, but I will say
3: <laughs>
1: there are I mean early on there is some human human bosses bosses in this game. Is that and that's what, what
0: you you're think, talking about then? Yeah, I do. I would have been yeah, through
1: that. You would have done two, two by now, yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think of the human fights? They're interesting,
0: but unless there's, like, a great deal of variety in the fights moving forward, I'm going to get over that very quickly.
1: Well, I mean, the 2 we've done now What were,
2: colour are were, the were Emmys?
3: <laughs> <Sorry>? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the purple. <laughs> it's the purple Emmy. Oh, the
2: purple one, right. Okay. Um,
1: like, yeah, you... The, the first two you fight are, are kind of different from each other. But I got real big Deus Ex vibes. don't play Deus Ex? No. So, Deus Ex is one of those ah. games where you play every area the way you want. So, I used to play really stealthy, but you can do a strength build, blah, blah, blah. Look, if Cyberpunk's not for you, but you want to play a Cyberpunk game, play Deus Ex. Because Deus Ex is mad. Yeah, but, I think mean, that's fair. You know, I used to do stealth builds, and then suddenly I'm fighting a human... And it's like, well, my stealth shit means nothing here. And it's just becoming a shootout. It's just becoming a third person run around the area, shoot stuff. Mm. Kind of feel like that at times, especially with the second boss fight. Um, it was like, this this isn't how my build would work. I, I go for stealth. And in this game, you do have, there are a lot more skill trees and stuff like that. And yeah. stuff you can put your skill points into, which I quite like. Um I felt like all my skill points went to waste in these boss fights because I wasn't focusing anything on combat. But look, that's how it is. And look, we're going to have a lot more thoughts on this game in the coming weeks. Again, we'll do a full spoiler cast where we will uh, unpack Aloy's quest for glory. Um, I should have said, I should have rhymed quest with Forbidden West. Uh, fucking hell I write scripts oh for these things no. god damn
3: it Bruh. but B.
1: look you can't win them all you can't win them all um if you want proof that you can't win them all we have like 102 other episodes you can listen to where i didn't win them all <laughs> also there's some episodes of love letters uh where i interview a, a content creator about games that they love What a bunch of different things you can look at with um, all can be found on spotify and itunes of course while you're there check out other fan critical podcasts they have shows about movie reviews and tv show reviews i'm sure if you send them money they'll review a book uh, a, a toy or a food i don't know i can't vouch for that but it's worth a try. I, I don't know if, you if you do len send them money,
3: is capable of reading well, yeah. oh. but if you do want
1: to send them money you can check them out on you can also find them on patreon throw a couple of bucks their way uh, if you can read and you want to read and you want to keep up to date with all the good news, gaming.com is a place to be. Check out uh, Felix's Seafood review um, and my Horizon review will be up. Look, when I finish the game, who That's knows that would be. Um, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at AUS, and of course, we're on Twitch at AUS where you can catch us Almost every night, streaming an abundance of games we've had in the last few weeks. Well, we've had Monster Hunter, we've had Seafood, we've had Hades, we've had Age of Empires, we've had Fortnite, uh, we've had Final Fantasy. So the whole we run the whole gamut, okay? So jump on in. If you want to suggest any games for us to play, shout out on social media. I'm happy to give me a new go. But with that, lucky buddy, thanks for joining in your first episode. I'm sure you will be on many no more. Always, I'm oh, oh, happy to be here. Simon, Kiehl's, always uh, a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, guys. And dear listeners in the chat.
2: Thanks for sticking around. The universe.
1: Dear listeners, on your headphones, in your podcast, in your cars, listen to this at work or in the Centrelink queue. I don't care where you're listening to it. We love you. <laughs> Go play some games. Look after yourself, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Mask ask when you do
2: welding. Mwah. Yes. Fuck (laughs) well. We're gonna be whack. (laughs) Peace out.